0: Hello, and welcome to the Latter day Ladies, a podcast for women seeking to live a gospel centered life in a Latter day world. I'm your host, Jenny Moss. Hello, everybody. I hope you're having a good week. Um, It has been just nuts here, (laughs) just so crazy. I feel like, oh yeah, life is going to slow down, you know, we're getting to the end of school, but I feel like the more I think that it's going to slow down, the crazier it actually gets. So, you know, maybe one day, one day it'll be not crazy. Um, I've been teaching joy school, which has been a new journey for me, and it's actually super fun. I love being with little kids. I love seeing their Reactions and um, <laughs> their humor—it's it's very refreshing. So that's been my life. But uh, I have been thinking about something for the last couple weeks, and that is the spectrum of what we call knowledge or truth. When we say or talk about belief, there are so many levels of understanding when it comes to a single principle. It doesn't go from one side of the spectrum of, I don't know, or I don't believe to the other side of, I fully know, and I truly believe there is so much room and layers that are in between. I think when we first receive an answer in regards to our testimony, it can feel like, Oh, that step is completed. I don't need to search to know if the Book of Mormon is true because, you know, I found out it's true. And we received that one confirmation. But then later, when that subject or that answer is contradicted or confronted by other sources, the initial confirmation that we were given can feel weak or small. And the truth is, we can't rely on just the strength of one confirmation of truth. We need to build on that truth through our search for greater depth, understanding, and experience. That's really needed to know and believe something is true. To believe something is to accept something is true, to feel sure of the truth of it. So, if we choose to believe, we're taking action upon our answer we received from the Spirit and choosing to accept that answer as truth, and choosing also to seek more truth on that subject. A couple days ago, my daughter walked into the house, and she was just bawling. She said, Daddy is going to take away my new dress. And I looked down at my little girl, and I was so confused as to why she would say that. So I asked her more questions to try to ascertain and understand the truth of the situation. She then said to me, daddy is angry. He's so mad at me and he's gonna take away my dress. Then she started crying and she ran away. So I walked outside to my husband and I said, what's going on? (laughs) He looked in my eyes and he said, I told Meredith I would take away her new dress if she did not stay in her room Oh, if she uh, didn't stay in her room for her full timeout. I asked why she was having a timeout, and he stared blankly at me and said, well, she punched Winston in the face. (laughs) It was interesting how the initial truth that was told to me that Daddy was angry and he was going to take away my dress had a lot more to the story. If I had only accepted the initial truth as a complete idea, the entire backstory or the real situation of what had happened would have been lost on me. I personally had a very dramatic experience when I received my witness of the Book of Mormon. My work and understanding of the miracle of the Book of Mormon was just getting started when I received that initial confirmation. It was my responsibility and my opportunity to read and test the knowledge within the book to see my faith grow, not only in the entirety of the text, but in the individual principles that it taught. It's taken me a lot of time to round out my initial answer of the truthfulness of the book. 16 years of reading and experimenting on the doctrines taught therein. I know that I have much more progress to go to understand the truth inside of the Book of Mormon, and honestly, I'm really excited for the further knowledge that's out there. We can't expect the initial confirmation of a truth to hold up against a lifetime of trial and opposition. It's not intended to. We have to keep building to have spiritual resilience in each area of belief. It's like what Neil Anderson said when he talked about the spiritual whirlwinds. He chronicles the experience of a young sapling needing to extend out the roots and build the trunk as it is blown around in a fierce wind. If the tree does not extend its roots and fortify its trunk, it will get uprooted by the force of nature. It's important to plant our seeds and trees of faith but essential to do the daily maintenance for the growth to happen with them. We don't want our spiritual plants and trees to turn out like the plants that I've been given the last couple months since I moved to my new house. Every single one of them have died because of lack of water, attention, and general care. And also the fact that I'm just not a good gardener. I was talking with my husband about how I didn't expect my life to turn out the way that it has. I anticipated a lot less noise for my children, a lot more Baywatch type running for me. And honestly, I thought that it wasn't absurd to expect a perfectly spotless house with endless healthy snacks and a bright and shipper mom that just always loves to serve. I did not anticipate the cancer, or depression, or days of trying to get into the shower and just not having enough time to do it. My husband said back to me, well, of course you didn't expect your life to be this way. People don't dream of having trials. They dream of happy and fun things. I laughed and I thought about how true that is. Of course I didn't dream that one day my baby would have a blowout on me at church, the Sunday I'm supposed to teach, and that I wouldn't have a diaper, and that I would have a weird green stain on my dress while I was teaching the women of the ward. What person would dream of that? <laughs> no one. We don't, and maybe we can't anticipate the trials that will come to us. This is one of the reasons Why I think it's so important to not only align our will with God in regards to prayer, but also to align our will with God to know what to focus our studies on. He can and will inspire us to know what to study so we can be spiritually fortified for the whirlwinds that will come. Elder Anderson said, How do you prepare for your whirlwinds? Remember, It is upon the rock of our Redeemer, who is Christ, the Son of God, that ye must build your foundation, that when the devil shall send forth his mighty winds, his shafts in the world winds, and when all hail and his mighty storm shall beat upon you, it shall have no power to drag you down because of the rock upon which ye are built." This is your safety in the whirlwind. End quote. Our spiritual resilience will not be strong enough if we are randomly filling our cup with gospel information or quotes. We need to be deliberate in our gathering of light and knowledge. I have found that supplementing what I'm learning from Come Follow Me has been crucial to surviving the last couple months. To be honest, my spirit has been exhausted. When our spirits are tired, our bodies are tired. They are deeply intertwined with each other. I have searched and searched through talks and scriptures to find fortification of faith regarding enduring chronic illness and in finding hope when your hope feels very weak. Richard G. Scott said, Just when all seems to be going right, challenges often come in multiple doses, applied simultaneously. When those trials are not consequences of your disobedience, they are evidences that the Lord feels like you're prepared to grow more. He therefore gives you experiences that stimulate growth. Understanding and compassion, two very important gifts, which polish you for your everlasting benefit. To get you from where you are to where he wants you to be requires a lot of stretching. And that generally entails discomfort and pain. End quote. So don't feel discouraged if your faith and your hope is being tried right now. That's part of the stretching that the Lord believes that you are capable of. He knows where you need to go and how. He is leading you to who you want to be. If you have received initial confirmation for your beliefs in the gospel, in the doctrines, in the principles, but you're feeling like those confirmations are not strong enough right now, that's okay. Go and find more light and knowledge regarding the things that you are questioning about. Don't be afraid. Don't feel like you are doing it the wrong way because you're asking for more information. If you think about it, in the Doctrine and Covenants, Joseph Smith received so many of the revelations that are inside that book of scripture because he went and asked more questions. It's important. It's part of the process. But don't be afraid to go forward and do the searching. I believe that we can take our initial confirmation of the truths of the gospel and not only build upon them, but make them flourish. Make them what my plants in my house never will be. We can make them thriving and living within us so that when we have our spiritual whirlwinds, they won't uproot us because our roots will be deep. Our trunks will be thick. Our ideas and our thoughts will be guided by the Lord. And we will be able to be fortified each day as we walk and live the gospel of Jesus Christ. I know that it's hard. I really do. That was my stomach. I really do know that it's hard. <laughs> it's been so hard for me the last couple of months. I have received so much opposition in so many ways that I honestly could not have seen coming. But I also know that the fortification from the gospel of Jesus Christ is more than enough to help us overcome all things that come our way. Every whirlwind, every single thing that we come up against, we are capable of overcoming with the gospel of Jesus Christ, with the truth that we have access to and that we can have told to us through the Spirit of God and confirmed to us. Not only do we learn by the Spirit, but we can have confirmation by the Spirit to know that the things are right. If you have areas where you feel like your belief needs work, that is okay. That's why you're here. Just have faith in the process. And know that you have everything that you stand in need of within the gospel of Jesus Christ. I love you. I hope you have an incredible week. And take care.